Hey everybody, welcome to Licked and Loaded. I'm Laura Desiree and sitting in to tell us tales of wisdom in the business of camming, we've got the incredible Jenny Rock. to have my good friend Jenny Rock on the show today. Hello, Jenny. Hi, Laura. I'm so happy to be here. It's so wonderful to have you here and hear that beautiful French Canadian accent, honey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny, you and I met on Camphor's Happy Hour and you've done the show so many times now. You actually help out in the, the production of it as well. You're like this tech wizard. But before the Happy Hour game show, yeah. You were already a heavy hitter in this industry and the, I guess the, the appetite that you, you create for is very unique. Could you let all of our listeners and viewers know what your on cam persona and brand is all about? Um, well, it wasn't like this all the time. Like uh, when I started, I was doing the regular things. Like every other girl, we're trying stuff around. Like we're trying dildo shows and squirting shows. I was doing a lot of squirting shows, but I, I was like mopping every day. <laughs> so at some point I was like, well, I don't like people bossing me around. This is definitely not me. I don't like people telling me what to do. I just want to do my own thing. Right. So at some point I decided, hey, I, I've been in the um, fetish industry for so long. I got a smoking fetish. I'm really yeah. into that. Um, I, I'm into all the fetishes. I've been on FetLife for, for years now. And I, I thought, well, maybe I can include some some of those aspects coming from my life and, and just include them in my shows. And I was uh, seeing people who were um, really into that. Actually, I, I had a bunch of guys who uh, were really thrilled about the fact that I was really an open-minded person. Mm. Like, um, you, you can come to me and tell me that when your wife isn't around, you like to wear, I don't know, pantyhose. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm not, um, I'm not shocked at all. I'm not surprised at all. For me, it's like everyday thing. So people kept coming back to me because they wanted to tell me their dirty little secrets. Yeah. And that's how I became well, Janie Rock, Miss Janie Rock, this uh, this dom, this mistress who, who you can share whatever you want to share with. <laughs> Did it make you fall in love with the work even more to have like a, a more authentic approach to it? Because this is something that's already in your making, this, this leaning towards the fetish side of things? Well, absolutely. Uh, honestly, um, I wasn't seeing myself because I, I, I'm not getting young. <laughs> like I wasn't seeing myself mopping around, uh, being all exhausted. I, I was doing those crazy shows all the time. Uh, they were lasting sometimes tw uh, 12 hours. In oh my God. And, uh, <laughs> oh my so God. I was really tired. I was really overwhelmed. And at some point I was like, no, I, I will not do that until I am. I don't know if I want to do that until I I'm 60 years old. Cause that would be like really exciting to do. I, I got to change my game. So 
like it happened and I was really happy that I, I could make everything work out so and, well. and so many people that create content or host uh, live broadcasted shows, so many people, I mean, we, we rely on our fan base. We rely on the loyalty of the people that keep coming back to support. So when you made that transition from more of the, you know, the, the typical squirting dildo shows into this uh, arena of fetish, did you lose? followers? Did the followership change? Did you notice that it was uh, easier to accumulate more followers when you branded yourself one way or the other? Well, I think that the, like what I call trashy shows, you know, squirting things, it's kind of <laughs> trashy to do that every day. Um, I think that it brings a lot of traffic to your room, you got a bunch of people, but these people, uh, they don't know you. They don't give a F about who you are, but those people who stick around from like from the real beginning, those people, they knew who I am and they stick with me. And I got some people who know me like forever. Yeah. They've been following me forever. And I got like the best fan base ever. Yeah. I, I, go, I don't get like this really huge uh, crowded room because this is not the kind of thing that I am doing. Um, so I guess it's more like quality <laughs> instead of yeah. quantity. Right. Uh, so yes, I do get like really great fans, uh, even if they are not a lot. I got the best fans ever. And that's why I got nominated as best fetish cam model uh, at the Expos Award two years in a row and it, it was just because I had those really amazing fans who kept on voting every freaking day <laughs> just for me so so no emails of of viewers being like I used to be in love with you but you really scare me now and I don't know if I can stick around <laughs> well I got some people who were like well I'm not coming anymore or I, I I'm coming less to your shows because you don't used like you don't do what you used to be doing but i still like you so the no hard feelings yeah. you know so they, they weren't mad at me for doing what i wanted to do i think they were really understanding about uh what i wanted to do like uh mm. I think nobody can be mad at this. Like you start your game, you're uh, you're pretty new, you're trying things around, and you know things are working well. But you can feel like like the person is is trying to reach another uh, aspect mm. of their show, right? Yeah. So I I think I, I was just trying to um, be as much myself as possible and a tiny bit here and there baby steps and at some point <laughs> I had to uh, make that transition like fully uh, because of something that happened in my life I had this uh, really huge rash everything on my body I had this allergy uh, reaction to I don't know what uh, but life sent me that message that okay Jenny for like a few weeks maybe you won't have to to get naked in your show because I was covered with rash and it was gross. And I was like, it, it, it's impossible for me to not show up on cam. So I had to um, change my full tip menu the next day and change the old thing that I was doing uh, on cam. So yes, I started like baby steps, but at 
right at that moment in my life, I had to change everything in my game. That's like literally a biblical reckoning where like, you're just dealt this card and you kind of, you have to decide, am I going to proceed down this path and try and, you know, transform and make this work? Or am I just going to call it quits? And my God, you went, you went full throttle into something that I, I think has blossomed you even further into this success. And there's such a, there's such a reward when we begin to create for our own authentic passion and our own desires in life. So I would imagine, and I can't wait to hear about how that inspiration uh, made its way into your shows and how much fun it was to create for this new format and this new audience. But I also know that you like to do long endurance shows. So as much as there's a lot of inspiration to work with, to create for the fetish community, how the fuck do you do it in such a long format? Like hours, <laughs> hours. Well, well, at first it was like, um, when I started, um, I didn't have any job. I was like, I, I, I gotta make it every, like, I gotta make it possible. I got, I want to be that cam model. I want to mm. do that for a living and I'm going to do everything that I can to make it possible. So the way to, uh, like get as much people as possible is to just sit there and be there all the time. So, I know I'm not the only one. A lot of girls out there are doing like 12 hour shows, seven days a week. And you just keep on pushing yourself every day. And uh, I got those great friends uh, um, on every website that I'm working on. I always got my people and we are uh, sitting in other people's room so we can cheer everyone else. And you're like, okay, don't stop. You can do it. And I had like, um, one of my uh, favorite guy in the world, Azuris, uh, is a French guy, and he was always sitting in my room, and we were like, oh my god, I didn't reach my goal yet, what am I going to do, and you're you can do it, you can do it, and we were keeping uh, pushing each other's, like, <laughs> like, wow. Like, I don't feel like being on, being on camp today. Oh yeah, you can do it and you're going to do it, man. Right. <laughs> That's good motivation. I mean, there, yes. there are cheerleaders in this business, right? And they are necessary. It's, it's a solo endeavor. I mean, you're a one man, a one person army. So like, who else is going to motivate you, but you, well, you're lucky when you do find those cheerleaders in this, in this industry. Yeah, absolutely. Those people who are uh, doing everything by their own. Well, I guess they're really good, but we are a great uh, community. Yeah. And uh, Camp 4 is that really awesome place where you meet a lot of people, a lot of friends, and you, you just get in into someone else's room and you're like, hi, I'm Jenny. And everyone's like really sweet. And there is no competition because while Jenny is doing something unique and well i'm not trying to get your people in my room i'm just trying to be uh like friendly with you so we can spend some time together uh when we are alive so that's what we're doing yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you do know that a pandemic has happened in this world, right? Or it, it, like <laughs> the outside world where people meet in human to human surroundings has been greatly impacted, but it sounds like you've got a flourishing and active social life online. And I think that's been one of the uh, the great gifts of camming being a business in today's modern world where, you know, there's a pandemic that has kept us apart, but there's a huge community online. Yeah. Massively. Do you, how, how do you balance the real world and the cam world? Because I am a workaholic and I would love to just be on all the time, but I know I need to go outside. I know that I need to have real world connections. So how do you keep that discipline and that balance so that you are still connected to the outside world? Or correct me if I'm wrong, perhaps you are part of your computer now, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um um there were this moment where uh i was like really living just for my computer and, and like i was telling people i don't get any um sunburn because i'm never outside uh <laughs> i'm not seeing the sunlight um but at some point i guess uh, you just need to do some stuff and i was really lucky because i got great friends uh i i had this uh friend who was uh, organizing concerts so i was uh getting out like, like on friday sometimes uh seeing great shows and i was really lucky with that so i would get to uh go out there and see people i got i got an an amazing understanding best friend who is always there for me and uh whenever i'm telling her I, i'm gonna be there for dinner tonight just wait for me and she's there she she she's got a meal for me she's waiting for me to to be done with my shows and uh, I, i'm really grateful grateful for uh, all these people i got in my life no kidding I mean, but it's not easy like we we would be there always in front of their uh, in front of the computers and i didn't help myself because <laughs> i like i like my computers so much like I, I like to do things on the internet i even created uh a youtube channel where i'm doing other things that are not linked at all with my cam career uh but i like to do other things and they're always linked to being on a computer so <laughs> i keep being on my computer all the time and, yeah. and you're, you're definitely one of the smart humans of the world to stay in such a good relationship with technology because i swear to god Everyone in uh, my friend circle, it feels like we're, you know, in my real world friend circle, we're kind of starting to slip away from knowing the latest technology and understanding like the system updates that need to happen to all of my apps and whatnot. Like I'm starting to feel that learning curve because it's going so fast. And I admire you for being someone who's just brave and finger on the pulse of it all. Like I, I'm, I'm gonna need you in my life for the rest of my life, Jenny. <laughs> Well, seriously, um, I like just to play with things. Like if I don't know how it works, I'm gonna just try and at some point I'm gonna figure out what, like how it's working. And uh, I remember us talking about my camera, my fancy camera that yeah. I'm using. And um, I just, I didn't know how to do it. I saw someone using the, those really great quality cameras. And I was like, I wanna know how. And I was watching a lot of YouTube videos to figure out uh, 
how to plug all those things and, and to buy these things. And then you get the camera by mail and you just figure out that you don't have the right wire to plug it in. Story and of my life, <laughs> the literal story of my life. Oh my gosh. It's so frustrating at times, but you know, you've got a smile on your face. So I'm like, maybe I should be a little lighter about the whole thing, but it is, it's very frustrating and it's moving very quickly. Yes. So back to, back to fetish here for a minute, because I, like I said, at the very start, what you do is quite niche and very exciting to me because you, you, you conduct online domination. Yes. That in itself is such a specific experience and you do it so well. I mean, we've talked about small penis humiliation. We've talked about financial domination before and people have listened to this show have also heard us interview and chat with other specialists in this realm. But how the fuck do you stay inspired to fulfill that role? Because so much of it is dependent on you perpetuating and continuing the fantasy, keeping that illusion alive. So how do you stay inspired to, to remain in that state? Well, I think people are always um, bringing ideas to my room. Like you, people were starting to ask about, I don't know, strap-on and I didn't own a strap-on. So I just bought one and it's part of my show now. It's part of my tip menu and people are asking about that strap-on all the time now. So I just keep on um, just, I, I listening to, to them. People. Yeah, I just listen to my people. They, they got those great ideas. Some stuff that I like, I would never think about, uh, but I'm not, uh, surprising you more about any of this uh, since uh, I've been in the scene for uh, for a while now. But uh, yes, uh, I, I guess um, you just listen to your people and you know what they want at some point and you get new people. I always say that Germans, they... Yeah. They, <laughs> they are really kinky they they know a lot of things in the in the fetishes people ask me for random stuff uh things that you would never think about and i'm like well why not maybe it's going to be part of my show someday who knows <laughs> can, we, can we know about some of the most outrageous requests you've received well well, a lot of people are asking for me to give them orders. And um, I always ask, well, what do you own? What do you got with you, with yourself? What can you use? And I had this guy, um, I think he was a German or something like that. But yeah, he had uh, a cactus. <laughs> and he wanted to uh, inflict, uh, inflict himself some pain with the cactus, but he wanted me to tell him to do it. So he wouldn't do it to himself without me asking for it. Right. It, it, it was it was different <laughs> because you got to use your imagination on where you should be using it and how. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and 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 that has to keep evolving, right? Like you want to continue to up your game, especially when you have long time viewership. It's like you can't keep using the same five sentences on them. You need to be providing more intensity or more variety in the 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 descriptions and the conversations and the kinds of services. So, I mean, I would imagine it's just endlessly sourcing for new ideas. Yes, it's not easy, but I think uh, like the biggest part of my brand, what people is, <laughs> is like really thrilled about is the fact that I'm not that 
kind of dumb, like really harsh, really like mad looking, I always laugh and I always smile. And this is something different. Like I always say, well, if I got to do some humiliation, it, mm. it's because I'm laughing at you, right? So I'm literally laughing at people and that's what they like. <laughs> so that's kind of part of my brand because usually you got those really, um, strong doms mistresses in their in their show and they're just saying well you look like shit and i wouldn't be interested to you but i'm i am saying that and i'm laughing at the same time so it's totally different and i think this is the like the biggest part of my brand right now is the fact that i am always laughing and smiling at people <laughs> have a job where you can laugh i mean come on is that not the best ever? That must be such a great day at work just to sit there and laugh at people. Oh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> love it. That's how and, you do it for hours. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it for hours, right? Is that you make sure that you can constantly find new reasons to laugh at them. That's yeah. so good for the soul. Jenny, with, with your, your wisdom in the biz and uh, your, your technology, comfort because you really are you you're right up to the minute with all of these new um apps and and new technology pieces i literally like listen to me i'm so out of ideas of what to even call these things because technology terrifies me but what are your predictions for camming in the next say five years ten years as technology becomes more interactive and as this industry continues to boom yeah well i guess um i think um VR are, are going to be the next game. Uh, I think that they are coming. Uh, I saw them on one website, but it's not for every every website right now. It's not possible everywhere, but I think VR is going to be a good investment for the future. Uh, I think that people like would like to feel like I am right there in front of them. I am in their living room, and I think this is something... Uh, that is going to be possible for the future, not having me in their living room, but feeling like <laughs> I am like really there. Uh, so I think v VR is coming uh, maybe the next five years. Maybe oh. a hologram down the line. Like you can like, <laughs> literally hologram me into your room. How fucking crazy would that be? That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be amazing. Look, if Whitney, if Whitney Houston can have a fucking hologram concert, then we can start bringing this into people's homes. We're going to be there. I feel like give it five, 10 years, we'll be there. Absolutely. <laughs> God, Jenny, you're such a, you're such a thrill. I swear to God, you're such a pro at this. I love it. Uh, what would be some advice then for people that are new to the business today or this past month even? I mean, we're still in a pandemic. People are still turning to options of online work. Do you have advice for newcomers to platforms to how to be successful, how not to burn out and how to have the best experience possible? Well, I think it, it, it's going to sound really cliche to say that, but um, just be yourself just do things that you are feeling good at doing don't um force yourself on doing things that you are not comfortable with uh, i think that everybody's going to be able to notice that you are not comfortable when you're like doing these kinds of things and just try to um to be yourself and i think everyone is unique on its own you don't have to be uh <laughs> you don't have to to have like color aired 
piercings and tattoos like I do, but uh, everybody, everyone is quite unique on the, on its own. So just be yourself. Just just do what you like to do. And if you're having fun, people are just gonna be part of of this amazing thing that you're being part of. Mm. And um, I just want to mention uh, that's really important for me <laughs> to talk about it because uh, sometimes people are asking, well, Jenny, you started kind of late. You started in your 30s. Um, why you didn't start when you were 18? Uh, and it's probably because, uh, well, yes, I was camming when I was 18. I was using this uh, really uh, cute camera. I don't know if you remember those. It was the Logitech. Um, of course oh my god I already know what your cam yes yeah. the quick cam messenger thing it was like a round thing with a on a triangle step anyway uh, I, I was working with that but it was like only for fun and I was studying I was trying to do like big things because your parents always tell you to yeah. go to school and uh, <laughs> you got to make the money and, and stuff like that. And that's actually what I did. And I think that it's really important to, um, to try like your best options. And I don't think that um, that sex work isn't work. I, I think it's a great job. Absolutely. It's one of the best, <laughs> like considering what I'm doing right now. Uh, but I don't think that I was mature enough uh, when I was 18 to know that uh, this is something that, that I would do for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, so I think it's a hard decision. And I don't think that when you're 18, uh, you're kind of vulnerable, uh, vulnerable um, to those requests that people are asking you to do and you're not feeling uh, comfortable. And at some point uh, I, I felt a bit abused and I disappeared from, uh, from cam at some point because people were uh, sometimes mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes uh, they're not helping with the way that you feel uh, with your body and such. Uh, so I think that it's really important that you are uh, mature enough and in the right place when you are starting to do that. Yeah, it, it really, it puts you on a very different playing field than most any other industry. I mean, you are, you are on people's screens, you are being viewed and receiving their commentary as you go moment to moment to moment. It requires so much resilience. It requires so much, like you said, maturity. It's, it can be a lot and it can be quite impactful on your own relationship with yourself. So make sure that foundation is firm, right? Yes. Well, it, it's it's hard with yourself, but it's hard with uh, people around you as well, because it's like it's it's like a coming out, and hopefully uh, with time, with years, like in my dreams, like in my fantasies, uh, I, I wish that uh, all of these things that we're doing, like cam porn, mm. uh, are gonna be uh, things that people don't judge. Like if you're doing that for a living, um, I was so scared to tell my people, everybody mm. knows what I'm doing for a living now. My mom, my family, my friends. Uh, so I'm not hiding anymore, but I think it was really hard at first to, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of uh, coming out of a closet. You're, you, yeah. I remember uh, myself crying on the phone, telling my mom that I was doing that for a living. And 
uh, I, I knew she she wanted me to uh, go to un university and be uh, I don't know a lawyer or something yeah. like that. Uh, so uh, I was like, well, I'm doing that for a living and I'm being happy. And I got the like the best mom in the world. Seriously, she had uh, the best reaction, and I'm so grateful for having my mom uh, who didn't uh, judge me at all for what I was doing. She was like, as long as you're happy and you're making the money, you're never uh, lacking of anything. Uh, I'm with you, girl. <laughs> so your, your own quality of life Yes. You say improved in, in sharing this, making it public, owning it, um, standing by it. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Yes. Uh, I felt so much, uh, better. Uh, it was relieving, um, cause it was something I was hiding, uh, for so long. I started, I was 18. Um, I was just doing it for fun. It wasn't for money at all. And, um, at some point, all the big websites started to release, like in 2012 and, and or so. Um, I started to get on those websites, but at some point, I disappeared uh, because I was scared. I yeah. was I was really scared of what people would think. Um, and I went to school, so I was trying to just work in my my field of study. So. Um, I didn't want anyone to know about this, like <laughs> uh, my future boyfriends or uh, my family, my boss, you know, uh, at some point I was, I was a boss at my job. So you don't want people to know about this. What, what are they going to think about you? Um, so yes, uh, at some point when I, I, I came back on cam in 2018, um, I was like, I'm doing it and it's going to be in the most uh, honest way. Like, I want to tell everybody, I want to tell the world what I'm doing for a living and uh, I'm standing by it. Uh, I'm not going to quit this time. I don't mind what people think. And yes, I lost some people. I, I, I lost some friends because of their reaction to uh, what I was doing for a living um, mm. from now on. Um, but these people, you don't need these people in your life. Like it, it doesn't change who you are. You're just that great, amazing person. And you, you need people who, who are going to be with you, uh, whatever you are and whoever you are and whatever you're doing for a living, as long as you're happy. And is that step into honesty, that leap where you make this uh, a, a public part of your life. Is that necessary in this being a career versus just a side hustle? Is that something that you would say is an important step to take for people that want to be successful in this long term and maybe see just how far they can go in this business? I think that at some points you should be getting out there because mm -hmm. I, I know a lot of people who are uh, they're blocking their region. Uh, and I think that you're blogging yourself to uh, some great clients to, that you could have just because you're scared of um, people discovering uh, your, your mm. dirty little secret. Uh, <laughs> so I think that you're kind of blocking yourself from great things and opportunities. And like, uh, 
I live in Quebec and people in Quebec, they kind of support you and they're always happy to find me. They're like, oh my gosh, uh, I, 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 we don't get to find people from our province all the time. And I'm like, well, they are probably blocking the region because they're yeah. kind of scared of what would happen and you don't want your neighbor to, uh, <laughs> to recognize you. Um, but uh, I, I guess it's, a, it's an important step if you want to do this full time, if you want to, to go further. But if you're just doing this as a sideline, I, I guess you don't have to do it, but don't expect to, to be as big as those girls who are making uh, six numbers. <laughs> That's just it, is that anyone who doesn't want to see this as a legitimate business, how foolish can you be at this point? How truly foolish or ignorant can you be? Have you seen the numbers of some of these top earners? Have you seen the lives that some of these people have been able to make for themselves? This is a legit industry. It's yeah. huge. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And um, like I, I, I've been um, kind of jealous of those girls who were yeah. having those great numbers of people, a lot of people in their rooms and making all the money. And I was like, oh, my God, they are making so much uh, tokens every night. Uh, but when you, you do the math and you just uh, take a look at how old they are and how long they've been on, they totally deserve like the numbers they are they are doing right. uh and sometimes i'm wondering um <laughs> how big i would be if i would stayed in 2012 <laughs> but i know that uh it, it would have been different and uh, my game was a bit different I, I was definitely like this little uh sub can you imagine me as a sub no, but i actually i actually can't it's <laughs> it's kind of a crazy it's kind of a crazy uh, a visual in my mind that's been going on since you started this conversation. I've been thinking like, I can't even imagine Jenny Rock being anything close to a submissive. Are you kidding me? Well, I guess uh, this is something that you um, you try when you're younger and I guess you try different things. It's like trying a lot of, uh, I don't know, it's like testing sexual position. It's pretty much exactly. the same thing to me. Uh, so I guess I, I've been a sub uh, at some point in my early 20s and uh, I changed my game at some point. I just I just realized it wasn't really me. And some people are asking sometimes, well, are you a switch? Can you be a switch? Can you be a sub sometimes? And I'm like, well, I'll definitely know. <laughs> I think it I makes you a better dom. Wouldn't you say that it makes you a better dom to at least know what the experience of the sub truly is from firsthand experiences. I mean, it, it gives you a richness in your own role as the dom. You're able to, you know, be more sensory in the words that you use in the, in the kinds of experiences that you create for the sub. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's, that's exactly what I say, Laura, like, uh, almost every night people are asking, well, do you want to, would you be a sub again? And I was like, well, I tested it and I know what's pain. I know how you, you are feeling when I'm, I'm telling you, telling you something. Mm -hmm. I, I get that feeling right. Uh, cause I've been there and I guess this is making me a uh, better dumb for sure, because, um, I've been there, been there, done that. And <laughs> yeah. I, I know, uh, where are the limits as well? So I don't push too far on someone. I feel a bit more, um, 
sensitive or vulnerable. And and I've been trying recently to celebrate. It's so funny. This is going to sound crazy. I'm trying to celebrate some of the power in the submissives experience. Because stay with me on this. It takes it takes some guts and some bravery to surrender. Yes. To say I am I am exposing myself to whatever you may wish to toss at me, whip me with, throw at me. Like it's, there's an act of bravery in that. And I know that we don't want to get them too excited and feeling too good about themselves because they are filthy, pathetic little submissives. But the reality is, is that, you know, especially in a physical sense, perhaps in the mental as well, it does take a rather strong person to endure the role of the submissive. You, you got to be really strong to, uh, to do everything I'm asking you to do. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yes, uh, and especially in the in the pain parts, um, people can endure a lot of things. It's yeah. crazy. Um, I I would I would never go that far on myself, but <laughs> those guys were asking for it. That's why I I don't mind. I'm like, okay, you've already done it before, so yeah, yeah. that's why I'm. I'm saying yes to that, but I wouldn't push someone that far uh, sometimes. And same thing for um, the mental parts. I think that some people are really uh, strong uh, to deal with, especially small penis humiliation. The guy knows that he got something really small and he's going to have to live with it for the rest of his life. So that's why you want me to, uh, to make fun of it because what else can you do with that anyway mm. like you gotta laugh at it you, you gotta make fun of it uh, <laughs> and I, I guess it's it's a way to um turn around things to to make you yourself feel better about what life gave <laughs> what I mean, life gave you i mean most of the world spends their entire existence doing everything they can to avoid pain, to avoid hurt, both in the physical and the emotional sense. So they're, the people that run towards it, those people that ask for it, the people that beg for it and demand it, I just want to applaud you for a moment here and say, it does take some big fucking balls to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they were amazing. I didn't say they were lovable, but I said it takes some big fucking balls. It really does. Well, well, some, they don't have the balls. <laughs> they don't have the big balls. But yeah, I, I know what you meant. <laughs> right. That's right. Jenny, uh, what a thrill, as always, spending time with you. I know that the viewers and listeners want to know how to get in touch with you. So what are those websites? Uh, well, I'm working on a few websites, but you uh, can find all my links uh, on my Twitter account under uh, Miss Jenny Rock. Uh, of course, find me on Cam4. Uh, Cam4 is like my family. Uh, it's my old world. This is uh, where I'm having probably the most fun because I'm being part of so many projects such as uh, the Cam4 Happy Hour. Um, I'm being part of it. I'm producing uh, the UK one as, as well now and uh i'm replacing uh busy men on the u.s version as well here and there so um i think cam four is a big part of uh, my success <laughs> big part of my success they've been uh, there all along so definitely find me on my uh, cam four jenny rock 
<laughs> Make sure to, to fly it on the screen, right, as you do that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jenny Rock. And everyone watching, listening, I hope you enjoyed today's Licked and Loaded. As always, I'm Laura Desiree. Make sure that you like and subscribe to this channel. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye, baby. <laughs>